I'm so excited to tell you about Radiotopia's newest show, The Recipe with Kenji and Deb. Kenji and Deb are two of the best home cooks alive. J. Kenji Lopez-Alt of The Food Lab and The Walk, and Deb Perlman of Smitten Kitchen. Two of my go-tos to make sure I'm getting the perfect recipe for everything from meatballs to muffins. They're pros who obsess over techniques and essential ingredients, so you learn everything you need to create your perfect recipe. You can finally be excited to eat what you make, and maybe even impress your friends and family. Help us welcome the newest show to the Radiotopia family. Find The Recipe with Kenji and Deb on your favorite podcast platform starting February 26th. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. July 23rd. Emma was in a car wreck yesterday. Other than that, yesterday was one of the best days I've had in a long time. (laughs) David came to see my show. It went really well. And then, after the show, David walked up, gave me a hug and flowers, and asked me out. And I kind of screamed yes because I was very, very surprised. I'm so happy. As Natalie discovered in high school, teenage relationships can be as exhilarating as they are confusing. Only one thing's worrying me. Marissa told me that David is having doubts. That makes me feel kind of weird. I mean, if he didn't want to ask me out, he didn't have to. How do you know if the person you're dating is as into the relationship as you are? In Natalie's case, she got her boyfriend's answer over AOL chat. I mean, I like you some, (laughs) but not as much as I should. I just think there's a lot of stuff that makes it hard. We go to different schools and I have band all the time. Yeah, so we're breaking up, I suppose. I just think we would be better friends. What do you think about that? I'm in love with you, David. (laughs) You're such an awesome person. From PRX and Radiotopia, I'm Neil, and this is Mortified. Today on the show, teenagers whose relationships can be defined in six simple words. If you love me, prove it. An episode for anyone who's ever been or dated a person who needs evidence that your love is in fact real. Hello, everybody. My name is Leah. When I was 13, I was obsessed with two things. My first ever boyfriend, Drew, who wasn't nearly as obsessed with the relationship as I was, and getting him to display our relationship status with pride in his info on his AIM profile. In middle school, Leah decided the best way to get someone to prove their feelings for you was to prompt them through a series of really leading statements. Here she is at a mortified event in Brooklyn alongside Stephen Chupaska. What follows is an I am conversation just two days into Drew and I's relationship. And I'm gonna welcome Steven back onto the stage to read the part of Drew. Hey. What up? Nothing. Everyone was saying we were going out seriously today. I know. 
It was so annoying. I mean, it's just the second day. Yeah, we haven't even gone out yet. Well, it's not that we're not seriously going out. It's just that we're not serious yet. Yeah. What movie do you want to see? I'd see anything. I like it when someone else picks the movie. Okay, then I'll pick the movie. What theater are you looking at? Um, I was looking at the Bridgewater Mall College. That sounds good. We can walk around and get dinner and hang out beforehand. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Where do you like to go around at the mall? American Eagle and Abercrombie and wherever you like. Yeah, same. So did you pick a movie? No, I'm still looking. I'll get back to you on the movie. KK. And you can also work on your info. LOL. LOL. Haha, ha. you know I love you. Haha. Ha. Yeah, and I L Y too. I'm gonna be your first real kiss with a girlfriend. That would be great. I love it when guys come meet girls at their locker, hold hands in the hallways, and hug them from behind. It's so cute. And now I have you. You're gonna hug me tomorrow, right? LOL. You bet. People kept coming up to me in the hallway saying, you're going out with Drew. And I wasn't even friends with them, let alone told them. Yeah, I hate that. But it's okay, because I'm proud to be going out with you. And I am proud to be going out with you as well. Haha. <laughs> you have a younger brother, right? Yeah. Aw, how old is he? Oh, he is annoying, and he is nine. I need to meet your younger brother. If he looks anything like you, he must be super cute. Yeah, he does look like me. <laughs> then he must be adorable. I'll meet him when I go over your house sometime. Yeah. That is, if you'll invite me. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, definitely. Maybe you can come over on Friday before the movies or something. Yeah, that sounds good. Maybe like after school or something. Yeah. Speaking of the movie. Yeah. Did you pick one? Um... You must think I'm really annoying, sorry. How about Pirates of the Caribbean 3? That sounds great. You're cute, not annoying. Aw, you too. Both inside and out, haha. -ha. Aw, thanks. I-L-Y. I-L-Y more. I-L-I even more. Aw, let's just call it a tie. Although, you're in my info. Ha 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 ha. LOL. I'm not gonna leave you alone, LOL. Yeah. I'll be making my info on the weekend, probably. Plus, every time I open my phone, I see my lover. Ha ha. Well, well, every time I open my phone, I also see my lover. Aww. And I have an icon to match. But I don't expect you to get a girly icon. I'd get any kind of icon for you. You're so sweet. So, do your parents know about me yet? Yep. 
Does, do your parents know about me? Of course. I brag about you. Ha ha. LOL. I tell them how you come up from behind and kiss my cheek. Oh, wait. Wrong person. LOL. LOL. That was in my dream about you. Ha ha. LOL. You'd be willing to make my dream come true? Definitely. Aw, I can't wait till Friday. Neither can I. Especially the part where you kiss me, LOL. LOL. Only if you want to. We are going to have a pressure-free date. No, definitely, I'm up for it, LOL. And about our classes, you don't have to sit with me. You can sit with your friends if you want. No, I like sitting with you. I like sitting with you too. But I'll give you a little time with your friends though, like in reading. I'll sit with Alyssa sometimes so you can sit with Animal. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want me to do. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. And just for me to know, do you mind me coming up to you and giving you hugs in the halls and in class? Not at all. Great. What about you? With the whole hugging and kissing thing. I'm fine with it, are you? I'm fine with it as well. If you're not comfortable, we don't have to. When you're ready. I'm fine with it as long as you're fine with it. Cool. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do anything that would make you uncomfortable. I love it when you hug me or hold my hands or give me a kiss on the cheek during school. Yeah, definitely. Outside of school, we can go a step further if you'd like. Oh, well, I'm up for it as long as you are. I'll do whatever you want to do, I'll do. You're so sweet. Most guys wouldn't care to ask a girl her boundaries. Well, I'm not most guys. <laughs> I'm so lucky. And I'm so lucky to have you. Aw, why would a guy like you want to date a girl like me? Because you're pretty, beautiful, and most wonderful girl I've ever seen. Aw, you're the cutest and most wonderful guy I've ever seen. I could compliment you forever. Why is your SN Funky Skater 99 if you aren't even a skater? <laughs> well, in sixth and summer seventh grade, I used to be a skater. And that's when I created my screen name. <laughs> oh. So what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Your info, LOL. Yeah, LOL. Do you have time to add a little something? Yeah. Check out my info now. Aw, you're so sweet. And then Drew disappears for a whole six minutes. And in I Am World, that's a freaking lifetime. Question mark, question mark. Question mark, question mark. You still there? Yeah. Sorry, I had to go downstairs for a sec. Oh, I thought you had a stroke. LOL, no. Oh, Alyssa says she wants me to kiss you tomorrow. LOL. Would you like it? I'll do it if you want me to. You don't have to ask anymore. The answer will always be yes. Oh, all right. Haha, <laughs> you're so cute. I G two G. K K. I'll T T L Y. I L Y. Bye. 
ILY. My tenacity and unrelenting love was sadly no match for Drew's complacency and passivity. And thus our whirlwind of a romance ended just as Summer did when we went our separate ways to different high schools. Today, 25-year-old Leah is not so different from 13-year-old Leah. While I've replaced my extreme forwardness with dry wit and playful banter, I still fall just as fast and love just as hard. And for all those in the audience, I'm still in search of the one who is just as eager to put me in their info as I am them. That was Leah at a Mortified event in Brooklyn at Littlefield, NYC. Hello, I'm Mary. I grew up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. When Mary was in middle school, she decided the best way to get her boyfriend to prove his love was to make him fight for her. And all she needed to do was introduce a little competition. And I was attempting to add more love and drama into my life in the form of a triangle. (laughs) December 30th, 1993. Dear diary, my life is very confusing right now. All right, today Josh got his driver's license. My boyfriend right now is Derek, but it seems like Josh calls me more often and seems like sometimes he cares about me more than Derek. For instance, on Monday, me, Kelly, Shelley, Jimmy, Tyler, and Derek went to the movies. Me, Kelly, Shelley, and Ty saw the Pelican Brief, and Jimmy and Derek went to see Grumpy Old Men. Derek didn't even tell me a hello, much less see the same movie that I did. That kind of made me mad, but I was still all right, I guess. That night, I spent the night with Kelly, and Derek spent the night at Jimmy's. Jimmy called and asked to talk to me. He said Derek was over and wanted to know if I was mad. I told him kind of, and that we talked more in the morning because we had to get off the phone. So tonight, Josh called and said he was at Spur, a local convenience store around my neighborhood. He wanted to know if he and his friend Trent could come over to see me. Of course, my mom said no. Later, Mary. January 2nd, 1994. Dear diary, I feel very alone and very empty right now. (laughs) Why? Because me and Derek aren't going out right at this moment. (laughs) We didn't break up, but we're just waiting to see how I feel about Josh. Yesterday, I spent the night at Brandy's house and we called Derek. A simple phone call turned into a heartbreaking experience that lasted until four in the morning. (laughs) We talked about it for quite a while and decided this would be the best thing to do right now. This way, if Josh comes over, I can see what happens when my guilty conscience won't be focusing on Derek. Brandy put on Hero, a definite favorite of mine and a definite depressing song. I started crying and Derek told me not to, but I told him I couldn't help it because he meant so much to me and it hurt to lose someone whom I cared for. This is not a crush. I have never tried to make a relationship work like I have with this one. (laughs) But (laughs) what made me know that Derek really does care about me so much is that when I was crying during Hero, he said, I wish I was there right now. And I said, no, you don't. I look terrible. (laughs) 
And he said, I don't care what you look like. I just want to hold you. Couldn't you just die? He is so sweet and sensitive. He understands me and is so compassionate. He told me he didn't want to influence my decision between him and Josh just to go with my feelings. I don't know how long it's going to take for me to sort out all the confused emotions inside my head right now. Josh said he would come and see me, and I believe him, but I don't want this to take forever. I know Josh likes me, but I don't know if he would ask me out. Maybe if I kissed Josh, I could tell if I felt anything. Tonight, when I was listening to the Music Box CD by Mariah, I wish Derek could hold me to reassure me, and I wish Josh could kiss me and cuddle me. What a way to start 1994. <laughs> January 3rd, 1994. Dear Diary, today I finally got to see Derek. It was at school, and it was very hard for both of us to deal with. We didn't talk very much, and I was upset and pissed that when I said hi, he didn't really respond. He called me tonight and said he was sorry, but it was hard for him to talk to me and see me at the same time. <laughs> I really do understand. I could barely meet him in the eyes. He looked so sad and pathetic that I wanted to give him a huge hug and tell him how much I love him. I do love him, but I'm not quite sure about what kind, as a friend or more. Anyway, I talked to Josh tonight, <laughs> and he was like freaking out. He kept telling me not to breathe and that he was very frustrated about something. He told me it could involve me. He also said that he really needed to see me soon and he wanted to do more than just see me. I told him to tell me why he was so frustrated. He said he was sexually frustrated. <laughs> and that he hadn't gotten any since November. He asked me when he could come over. He asked me if I minded being jumped and what kind of cologne turned me on. I told him, Dracar, Safari, or Cool Water. He loves Tribe and Sunflowers, so I told him I would wear that. I even told him why me and Derek are chilling out to see how I feel about him. It was very hard for me to say that, and he said he understood. He also said I could tell him anything because he told me about his sexually frustrating situation. <laughs> He's so sweet and funny. <laughs> but then there's Derek. He's totally sweet, understanding, sensitive, compassionate, and loves me. I don't really think Josh is ready for a commitment. Below are some lyrics to Never Forget You by Mariah Carey. <laughs> I won't see your smile, and I won't hear your laugh anymore. Every night, I won't see you walk through that door, because time wasn't on your side. I can't say I love you, it's too late to tell you, but I really need you to know. No, I'll never forget you. I'll never let you out of my heart. You will always be here with me, and I'll hold on to the memories. That is so sad to me. <laughs> January 27th, 1994. Dear Diary, Josh came over and brought his friend Joey. We talked, and then before he left, we kissed. Nothing too big, just a minute or two, but it was nice since I haven't kissed anybody in, like, forever. <clears throat> I felt pretty guilty. So I called Derek and I told him. And he got very, very upset. He told me that he loved me and that the only thing that was stopping us from going out was that he couldn't trust me anymore. 
At the end of the call, he asked me if I thought he could trust me anymore. I said I wanted him to, but I didn't know, and I couldn't promise that it wouldn't happen again. I also said that I wasn't thinking about him while I was doing it. He said I should have because I could not have possibly done that while I was thinking about him, knowing how much it would have hurt him. He said if it happened again, he wanted to know because then he really could never trust me again, and to think about it the next time Josh comes over. Then me, Kelly Teagan, Brandy, Kristen, Erica, Ryan, Derek, Brandon A, Brandon B, Evan, and Josh went to the movies. We saw Iron Will. Anyway, I sat between Derek and Josh. Bad, terrible choice. Derek was so upset, and I couldn't stand to see him like that. So I shook his hand, and he seemed to calm down and feel more at ease. Then Josh noticed that we were holding hands. I got pissed off and stood up to go sit somewhere else. And then he and Brandy walked out of the theater. Then Brandy came over and said how much I hurt Josh, and that by doing that, I've made my choice about who I like. So I held up Derek's hand and I nodded. <laughs> then Brandy said Josh wanted to talk to me outside. I went out and he said he wanted me to sit by him, but I told him I couldn't. When the movie was over, Derek took my hand and asked me to go out with him. And I said not right now because of Josh. <laughs> Josh asked me out too, and I told him no because of the way I felt about Derek. I think they both understood. <laughs> Josh asked me if he could come over after the movie, and I told him to call. He called, and I asked my mom, but she said no. So he and his friends came over and came to the window to talk to me. I was on the phone with Derek and Evan. Friday, Josh came over again with Joey again. Joey went to McDonald's and came back. This time, Josh and I made out for about 40 or 45 minutes. Josh loves to have his knee rubbed for some weird reason, so he told me to do that. And I had on sunflower, so he was freaking out. He couldn't keep his hands off me. Not that I minded. Joey turned on the radio in his car, and the power of love was on. And Josh really got into it. I kissed him on his neck, and that was fun. Joey kept honking his horn, and Josh didn't want to leave, saying he was having such a good time. Finally, I told him he had to, and reluctantly, he did. I called Derek, and I told him it was only a good night kiss, which is such a lie.、Uh, but I couldn't hurt him anymore by telling him that this time it lasted for 45 minutes. He got really, really angry and asked me if I thought about it this time. And I did. I actually really did. I pulled away from Josh, and he asked me what I was thinking about, and I told him how Derek asked me to think about him the next time he was over. And Josh said, "It's too late for that." Derek asked why I did it, and I told him because it was fun. Mistake.、Um, he said he hoped I had a lot of fun and that it was worth it. I told him I guess I didn't really love him, but I thought I did because I had never felt this way about anyone before. He was really mad at me. I still think Derek likes Angel. She has a boyfriend, but that doesn't make a difference. <laughs> he told me he would never go out with her, and the only person he wanted to be with was me. I'm so sure. Shelly said he told her he's waiting for me to make a decision about going out with him. Do I really want to go out with someone who doesn't talk to me? No, I don't. I can answer that right now. <laughs> We have a dance tomorrow night, and my goal is to look absolutely gorgeous and make Derek jealous by dancing with everyone and having fun without him. I don't know if I'll be able to pull it off, but let's hope so. 
Jimmy also said he thinks Derek still has feelings for me, but then said, I know who else he likes, Angel. I don't mean to sound rude, but <laughs> she told Derek she was easy. That makes me think she's kind of a hoe. <laughs> now, whatever she does is her own business, and I don't care, but gosh, I don't know what to think of her. Mary. <laughs> February 16th, 1994. Dear diary, the nightmare has occurred. <laughs> Derek and Angel are going out. It really pissed me off when I first heard about it today. I thought I was about to start crying right there. I told Tegan, and she must have told everyone, because when I walked into class, nobody said anything. Then everyone was like, why are you so pissed off? And I said, because he should have said something. Uh, he should have told me that he liked her instead of lying about it. That's what pisses me off. And that's true. If only he had told me he liked her when I kept accusing him of it, everything would have been better. I have to admit, I am hurt by this. It's basically that he lied to me. I told everyone that I was so pissed off and that I'd feel so much better if I slapped him. So, on the way to third hour, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I put on a sweet, innocent face and said, Derek, there's something I have to tell you. He had this expectant look on his face like a little kid, but I did not let that face me. I slapped him across the face and I was so happy. <laughs> Tandy and Erica said they were so proud of me and told me I should go out with Josh. I said I was going to, and I will. Everyone in yearbook called me over and said I should go out with Josh and rub it in Derek's face. John even said I should slap that bitch, referring to Angel. And guess what Angel did? She walked by me in the hall and gave me a stupid smirk, as if to say, I finally got Derek. After she did that, Kelly started yelling, bitch, after her. <laughs> and now Derek is getting this snobby little attitude. During recess, everyone was talking and saying that if Brandon asked Angel out, that she'd dump Derek in a second. So he's gonna hit on her, ask her out, she'll dump Derek, and then Brandon will dump her. That's good. Then she won't have a boyfriend for at least a few hours. I wrote this terrible mean letter to Derek and I keep reading it and laughing, though I don't know if I would really give it to him. I'd love to go up to him and just start making out with Josh. I wanna make him so jealous. I'm glad my friends support me when I need it, even if it's mean. <laughs> Mary. So I never did get back together with Derek or go out with Josh. Um, these days, I'm living in glamorous New York City, and I work in PR. So there, uh, there's plenty of intensity and excitement in my life without me having to create it in a relationship. Thank you. <laughs> That was Mary at a Mortified event, also in Brooklyn at Littlefield, NYC. And this concludes today's episode, where we learned adding LOL at the end of a possessive statement does not, in fact, make it sound less possessive. I am not going to leave you alone. LOL. <laughs> Everything shared on today's show was true, no embellishing, no exaggerating, just God-given awkwardness. If you'd like to support Mortified, we have plenty of ways to do it. First, tell your friends on social media about an episode of this podcast that you loved. And don't forget to tag at Mortified Show on Instagram or Facebook. Second, visit GetMortified.com to pick up your very own Mortified t-shirts, hoodies, and more. Third, if you've got kids ages 9 to 13, listen to our other podcast, Ooh, You're in Trouble. Each episode features true stories of what happens when kids break the rules, all designed to help your kids make smart decisions in life. 
Finally, purchase our game. I can't believe I did that. The conversation starter that dares you and your friends to share memories of growing up. It's like hosting your very own Mortified show right in your living room. Now available via Amazon or getmortified.com slash game. And if you're craving more mortification, today's episode pairs really nice with episode 159, Age, Sex, Location. And episode 147, Does Dating Karma Exist? Find the full list at getmortified.com slash podcast. And for companies wishing to support our podcast while reaching kajillions of listeners with just remarkable taste, email sponsor at radiotopia.fm. This series is a big team effort, and our podcast production team for this episode includes Hadley Dion, Dave Nadelberg, and myself, Neil Ketcher. Some of the stories featured here were produced for the stage by John Dorsick and Christina Galante, who are just two of the many amazing producers whose work make the stage show possible. End credit music by Snake Snake Snakes. This has been a Mortified Media production for Radiotopia, a network from PRX. Until next time, we remind you that we are freaks, we are fragile, and we all survived.